mom didn't say much. Her answers were short and only when needed. She would only talk when it was age appropriate. Yes, she used to teach me that it has to be age appropriate, accurate, gentle, and essential. Mom inherited her father's 640-acre farm when he passed away unexpectedly, and she would be proud from that family homestead my younger brother has carried on farming in the Shonovan area. The fourth generation is now farming that land. Mom milked the cows, gathered eggs, drove the milk to the creamery, and then put in a full day working at the Shonovan Health Clinic. Then she came home, milked the cows with Dad again, then made supper, and then made sure we did our homework. Mom was amazing. All this week, I've been talking about the mums that invested their life in me and allowed me to have the best life ever. And so, this is my tribute to my mum today. I'm Jungle Jim Hunter, and you're listening to 831 Living Your Best Life podcast, where we inspire participation, communicate precision, and empower performers to podium. And please tell your friends and relatives and people you know to go to their favorite podcast provider or junglejimhunter.com or YouTube. And you can subscribe, download, click on like, rate and review us, and become an 831-er that makes a difference in other people's lives because we've inspired you to live your best life. Well, Mom volunteered to be Sunny School Superintendent and helped Dad direct the music program. She gave birth to four children, my older sister Marilyn, older brother Claire, me of course, and my younger brother Lorne. She was so much fun, all the time. My first memory will always be the same. On Saturdays, she would get her hair done for church on Sunday. She would come home from the hairdresser, and then she would put on her purple pants and a hairnet on her hair and put on her rubber boots and with the prettiest hair in the province, milk the cows. Did I say mom had fun? All the time. Neighbors on the farm picked up their mail for each other, and one of our neighbors, Patty Wall, picked up ours and noticed that mom's false teeth had come in the mail. And so, he carefully unwrapped the package and replaced hers with clean dentures from a dead pig he had. Yes, I said a dead pig. He taped the package back together and delivered the mail as if nothing ever happened. Well, nothing did happen. Days passed. He couldn't handle it. So, eventually, he called my mom. And she invited him over for coffee and her cake. Mom served her famous chocolate cake and coffee, sat down, and smiled. With the pig's teeth in her mouth, she bit into the cake. They laughed, and Mom laughed so hard the teeth came flying out of her mouth. When I smashed my head and lay, I know, you're wondering, is that really real? Yes, it's real. It's the first time I've stumbled in the middle of a podcast because I can't keep from laughing because I still remember it. When I smashed my head and lay in a concussion after June 21st, 1963, Mum visited me daily. When I woke up and it was okay to do so, she brought books from the library, read to me and massaged my body. After recovering and I had fallen in love with ski racing, Mum said she would move to Calgary and work at the Foothills Hospital in Calgary and drove the 600-mile round trip to the farm on the weekends. Mum worked all week. We slept in the back seat on Friday afternoons when we drove to the farm, and then we went to work when we arrived at 9 or 10 o'clock at night. We would work all night, all day Saturday, and then Mum would be out there the next day helping Dad do whatever he asked her to do. In the three years we had the dairy farm after we moved to Calgary, she made that trip 21 times, 22 times, and 24 times in the three years. We seeded, we picked rocks, hauled grain, sprayed, and did harvest. Mom made the meals and then drove an implement. Monday morning, she was back at work, promptly. 
How does one measure this sacrifice except to say, this is love believed by my mum? At her funeral, it was heard over and over again by people that came there that mum never asked for anything, that despite what was asked of her, she never complained. She said no only when there was no more time to do something, but the rest of the time fulfilled what was asked. It was my mother who taught me how and why to journal after my accident because I couldn't remember anything. She taught me how to keep track of things and get organized. As I pursued my ski racing, it was mom that taught me how to handle unkind remarks and painful experiences. Her letters were in the hundreds that came to me all over the world, helping me get through every situation. I've stated it before on previous podcasts that mom taught me how to handle hurtful people by, as she would say, throwing them a bouquet of love. It was simple. They were simple steps. Say to yourself silently, quickly, never let something outside of you, inside of you, unless it makes you better. Then she described the bouquet. See something. She would say, think and see something about that person that you can compliment them on. Then say something. Say it and mean it with your face and your words. In other words, the compliment is really legit. And then do something. Ask them how you can help with anything they need done. You see, if you see something, say something, and do something, it turns the negative into a positive. Simple, yet it has worked all my life. When I worked with companies or teams of an in- or an individual, I give them mum's test on purpose on the path that the players or the people are passing through to get to the meeting or to the dressing room or wherever they're going. For example, I would have the team walk and leave some paper on the floor. I would sit with the coach and we would observe, and I would tell him to have their assistant after a player passes to throw out another piece of paper if they pick it up. I would tell the coach that the players will pick the guys who pick up the paper to be the captains of his team. It's been true every time. 25 players walk over the piece of paper and only one to three of them will pick it up and put it in the garbage. They became the leaders on the team. You see, leaders see something, say to themselves what needs to be done, and then do something about it. I don't know how you measure my mom's life, Elizabeth Winchester Billington Hunter, except to say her whole life was a living example of the kind of life that did countless kind things. If you never asked for anything, never complained, and never said no to anyone, when you could make a difference, you'd have to be an amazing example. I think it would define one kind life, the kind of life I hope I can live. In a word, sacrifice is what it takes to be kind. I learned from her so much about how to be a better person that I think that made me better at everything else. This is the kind of mother mom was. All of us have had a mother. You wouldn't be here without one. My mom has as much to do with me being able to live the best life ever as my dad did. Dad dared me to be my best. Mom lived the best life ever, and she thought she was the most blessed person in any room. I hope all of you will have a great Mother's Day, and you will call, write, and thank your mother. And don't forget to brush your teeth. Thank you, Mom, for the best life ever. Thank you for listening. I hope you will have grown and will be living your best life the next time we meet. My quote for the day... The kind of person you are is the kind of person you will be every day. Daddy.